What Happens When I Episode number one. What happens when I speak the truth? What happens when I speak the truth? What happens when I speak the truth? Well, this is the age-old philosophical question. What is truth? What is truth? Can the truth be spoken at all? Is truth something that can be expressed in words? And there's an easy answer to this, which is anything, anything that exists is true. Because everything, anything is a fractal of the rest of the entirety of the cosmos. Which means that anything that is said has at least some kind of truth some amount of truth and that is the answer to what is truth from the standpoint of ultimate truth and then we have our relative truth because we can say well some things are more true than others some things have more truth to them than others sure everything exists and if you want to say that anything exists is truth, then everything contains truth. But to what degree? Like, how do you decide? And we, what, what I stumble upon is, well, what's the meaning of it? What's the significance of it? And I don't think you can devoid, devoid truth from meaning and significance. Like, what does it mean to you? So what, what happens when I speak the truth could be like, what happens when I talk about what's most significant to me? That could be another angle of coming at this. And sure, there are things that I've said that are more true than others. And if I ask myself, well, well, what's, the, what's an example of something really true that I've said? Something that's really rung true. It has the ring tr to it. The ring of truth. The sound of truth. The vibration of truth. And I think, well, it's something that, it's entwined, that is entwined with my personal story. It's experiential. It's experiential to me. So we could say, well, what happens when I speak the truth? But we could say, how do you feel when you speak the truth? And the answer to that would be the same as, what's the most important thing to you? Or what's the most significant thing to you? Or what's an experience that was very powerful for you? And the whole thing of the experience in the body, that brings up another sort of general, this is pretty well known, I think, this idea of speaking the truth. 
And the idea is this, that how you feel in your body can be a gauge of the quality of the words that you're saying. And to an extent that can be correct, but to another extent, well, then you can ask how do you know that your feelings are wired in such a way? as they are posed towards something truth. And I can see now what's happening is we're sort of setting up this philosophical definition and then working with it. So if we go back to square one, what happens when I speak the truth and I just answer it? Well, I I, I can say I feel very good. I feel confident. I feel clear. And I often speak more slowly, I think, when I speak the truth. And there's a difference between an intense experience or a powerful experience and speaking truth. Because it might be that, well, well, that just points out, now, now I'm thinking too fast for what I'm saying that points out how meaning is perfectly nested into the individual. It can't be separated from the individual. And there was another thread that I had. Let me just see if it's going to come back. Feeling how you speak and then the intensity and... Well, well, put it this way. Another way of putting it is how clear something is in conveying something. How clear words are in what they represent. So if we say we have reality and our words are trying to represent parts of it, then we can say, well, how much of reality does a certain collection of words cover? And then we can also say, when you say these words, the person that hears them has an amount of understanding which is dependent on how much they know or how much truth they have, how much overlay there is with their words and reality. And that's, in my mind, a never-ending scale. It's a scale from one out to a million and then back to one. Or out to infinity and then back to one. Because we can always... We can always put an ever-sharper increment on the descriptions that we make of things. That's the game of cognition. That's the game of the mind. That's the game of comprehension. And then we can also always come back to this thing, well, everything is one. What is truth? Well, well, what happens when... Okay, here's another idea. We have these sayings which are considered truth. So is truth contingent on what words... It is. Are some words more truthful than others or some sayings more than others? 
If I say everything is one, or there's only one universe, or the cosmos is infinite, or we're all connected, and so on, any other sort of cliche insight that you want to add to that, we can say, is that true? Is it true? Well, you can't argue with it. I mean, are you going to argue with the universe is infinite? The universe is finite? Well, what about, if, if you want to argue with that, we can, we can say something exists. <laughs> are you going to argue with that? that? That can be our ultimate truth. That can be our top of the pyramid. But I see when, when I say that, because we come back, what are, what are we discussing here? We're saying, what happens when I speak the truth? So what's happening is I'm saying these catchphrases and my relationship to the words is also coming across. And I'm saying, well, they're cliches. Well, they don't, they don't really resonate with me. I don't really, I don't really feel them. I'm I'm worried about what other people think. Oh, that's a good line. When I speak the truth, do I care what other people think? No. No, I don't. And there's some nuances to it, which is there's there's a bitter sort of I don't care what you think or oh, I well I don't care what you think. And then there's the I don't care what you think of in, in the sense of like belittling. Well, I am right. And you are just ignorant sort of thing. But then there's also the I don't care what you think, but I can do that respectfully and I can keep it to myself because it means something to me. So when I speak the truth, I can know that people might disagree with it. I can feel that people might disagree with it and yet still have it remain within me with some kind of resonance, with some kind of positive feeling along with it. So what happens when I speak the truth? Well, no one can argue me out of it. No one can talk me out of it. And maybe that's a... Well, well, I, I keep running into this thing of the, the experience and the thoughts, the words. Because another way of saying this, well, what happens when I speak the truth, I feel clear... Like there's a difference between confidence and clarity. Well, then by that rationale, you could say, well, just always speak clearly. Just be very careful with your words. And we could put other examples on that. We could say, when I speak the truth, I feel relaxed. 
and by that logic, well, always stay relaxed. Learn how to be relaxed when you're talking. Learn how to be relaxed when you're in all sorts of situations. When I speak the truth, I speak slowly. Well, does that mean if you always speak slowly, it is truth? And what I see is that with all these examples, there's, there's an edge. There's a third hidden factor, which you can find if you, well, triangulate these. Like, what, what if we did all three at once? Like, what if I was relaxed and clear and spoke slowly and then found that what I am saying is true and then continued to follow that to see that there's a factor that is beyond just how I feel. What is the thing, what, what is the part in me that is saying you should relax or speak slow and speak clearly? Like, where does, where does truth come from in me? If it's the... If it's not the, the bodily sensation, and it's not the mind, it's not just the ideas. Because if we come back to the mind, if we come back to what we're saying, and just thoughts, then you could say, well, read a bunch of books... And then, well, what's the process there? Are some books true and some books not true? Some books are more true and then some books are less true? Or some parts of books are true? And how is it true? How does it relate in? I mean, truth has to fit in with the rest of everything else. How do the ideas of the books... I've read, fit in with all the other ideas that I have. And that comes back to clarity. That's another sort of, I want to say another dimension or another another picture of what clarity means. And we can we can flip this. Like what what would it mean? What happens when I what happens when I don't speak the truth? Okay, well this is revealing. This this will have to show us something, won't it? What if I say, let me try and do the opposite? Well, what happens when I'm inauthentic? And this is, this is what I'm thinking most is the interpersonal. The talking to someone face to face, like, hi, how are you? Oh, let's have a conversation. Tell me about this or let's talk about that then you can say that, well, there's something in me that might want to lie or not completely express myself or it won't come out real because when I'm in that situation, I'm considering the other person. And I'm also considering my own image of myself. I'm trying to keep intact my idea of, oh, I'm a good person or I'm a smart person. 
So in that, well, that gives a lot of opportunity for speaking things that aren't the truth. Because it might be that in a certain situation, I to speak the truth, it's a rotten truth. Like, is here's a good question then. That's what we've just stumbled upon. Is the truth always beautiful? What's the difference between a rotten truth and a beautiful truth? And what is beauty? Well, well, that why it's so funny that that question is always is right next to the question, "What is truth?" That old philosophical question, "What is beauty?" And I guess the other one is, "What is good?" Brings the morality into it. And as I keep thinking it through, I can see where these questions diverge where they seg- they they splice into each other or they they what's the word like if you have a if you have some ropes then they're hanging down and then you follow the ropes along and then you see that they're spliced in to one rope you know what splicing is i believe that's the right term it's cuz it's it's when you have a rope which is actually made out of smaller ropes but they're twisted in a certain way or they're waxed together and those smaller ropes you can undo and then thread together into other ropes it's sort of like an advanced knot and you can do back splice or forward slice or splice or a loop splice so when i think of the good true and the beautiful i see them coming back to the same thing which is Well, it's this thing of the personal and clarity. And also I can ask, well, what sort of situation do I speak the truth in? And if we put that with, well, this thing of not speaking the truth in an interpersonal situation, when I want to maintain my self-image and look good, for the other people and we can say well I speak the truth when I've got nothing to lose I speak the truth when it's got nothing to do with me well that's a good one can we say a truth that has nothing to do with us like if I talk about some far off event that never occurred to me or that I was never... Like something in history or something in the world. What is the truth of the matter? Can I know the truth of the matter? And if I'm talking about it, well, what does that really say? Because I'm going to have some sort of feeling about it. it that could be a defense. Like how I, how I talk about world events. That could also, well, it could be in the same category as just trying to make myself look good or trying to uphold some sense of, oh, yes, I know what's going on. And right now I feel like I'm thinking too fast to put all that's happening into words. There's really too much going on. When I speak the truth, I... Take a risk. When I speak the truth, it's personal. 
When I speak the truth, I have clarity. When I speak the truth, I'm relaxed. And there is a fact, which is becoming the elephant in the room, which is, well, how do you know it's true? How do you know what's true? Because if your feelings are all you're going off, well, how can, how can they be reliable? Is truth timeless? Is truth, is truth always going to be a truth? If, if you say something, is it always true? There's a good question. If I say something, if I say something true one minute, is it still true the next minute? And I think no. In, intuitively, I think the answer to that is no. Because when I speak the truth, I feel that it's fresh. When I speak the truth, it's something new. So if I'm carrying around an idea or an explanation for something, and someone asks me about something and I use one of those explanations which I've used many times, well, then it's, it's a bit stale. It feels, well, it feels if I'm really honest about my feelings in that situation, it doesn't feel right. It, sort of, it, it either feels boring or it just feels like, what does it feel like? What does it feel like to use the same explanation over and over again for each, well, not, not everything, but things? Well, I guess maybe there are some people that, well, see, there's a there's a division there, so it's happening too fast. I can't talk. <laughs> I can't even talk fast enough to keep up with my mind. And then it goes, it goes. This is just so strange. <laughs> when I speak the truth, it is what's happening now. That's a good answer. When I speak the truth, it's fresh. When I speak the truth, it's a truth that changes. The truth is changing. <laughs> oh, I wish I could go catch that thread. Let me see if we can. What was I saying? It's completely gone. I've completely forgotten what... I've forgotten everything. I've forgotten everything that we've been talking about so far today. Let's go back to the koan. What is the koan for today? What happens when I speak the truth? Okay, so now I can't answer this with anything that I've used so far today because I've worked out the truth is fresh. And I also can't answer it with the same answers of, as what I've used before because truth is always changing. So what happens when I speak the truth? Does it give something to me? Do I gain something? Do I learn something? Or do I change? Oh, that's an interesting prospect. When I speak the truth, I change. When I speak the truth, something happens that hasn't happened before, which goes on to affect 
subsequent events. And what, what would the opposite of that be? Well, what about you say something and nothing changes and then it doesn't affect subsequent events? There probably could be a lot of things in that category for the general people. And now I'm noticing that actually I keep on having this thing of, well, general people. Generally speaking, not me, not me, just other people. No, it doesn't happen to me. That happens to other people. But I must realize that if I see it in others, it's at least in part also in me. I'm sure I've done it. I'm sure I'm guilty of saying things over and over again. And why is that? Why would I do that? Like, what's the... If we know that saying something new is more true, it's more fresh, I learn something, it's more alive, it's got a more aliveness to it, why would I do that? Is it laziness? Is it fear? Does truth take an effort to speak? That's a good question. Is it hard to speak the truth? Is it difficult to speak the truth? Does it take guts to speak the truth? And fear, like what what is the fear? This this word fear. There's something in there's something in it. Am I afraid to speak the truth? That's a good question. Like I, I'd love to think, oh yeah, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to speak the truth. There's a whole bunch of feelings surrounding that. I'm not afraid to speak the truth. That's like a staunch sort of determination surrounding that. Why would that be so staunch? Why would that be so hard? Why would that be so aggressive? It sounds aggressive. It sounds almost defensive. It's like an attack because you're defensive. Almost like the old thing of someone who's overcompensating for someone, like the, the very small dog that's, that always really, really attacks hard. I'm not afraid to speak the truth. It sounds very serious. Is the truth serious? Do I become serious when I speak the truth? Do you always have to be serious to speak the truth? And I feel like there's so many things opening up each side of me. And I need to come back to this question of what's the thing that's navigating me through this? Because I can hear my voice. I know what I'm saying. And yet there's something deciding what to expand on, what to speak more about. And I don't know if I can trust that thing. Because there are blind spots or there are things that I want to avoid. There are things that, well, it's tied in with how I see myself as well. It's tied in with what I think of myself. So what, what I'm really afraid of is to find out that I'm not what I think I am. And even now I can feel 
when I say that, it's almost like one of these cliche truths. Like I'm afraid of the unknown. I'm saying that, and somehow I know it's true, but I don't have the depth of the experience to go along with those words. When I speak the truth, now, how would that relate back to, well, how does the fear of the unknown relate back to our koan for today? When I speak the truth, I know that I can't know. When I speak the truth, I'm stepping into the unknown. When I speak the truth, I don't know what is what is related to it, how it fits. I can understand why being lost for words is more true of an expression than truth. And I do wonder, can truth be put into words? Like if I really keep trying to explain out. You can't, you can't explain just part without explaining the other part. You have to explain all of it. And does that mean I need to explain everything? When I speak the truth, is it partial? Can I speak a, a partial truth? Or a fragment of a truth? And that actually is my attitude. That has been my attitude in the past. And it's how I've been comfortable with a lot of contradictions. Because I can see that the, the, whole, the whole picture is only ever partial in the speaking medium. And I ask, well, what happens when I speak the truth? We can also say, well, what happens when I act the truth? What happens when I feel the truth? Is there a difference there? What happens when I act the truth? What would be an, a, an, a truthful act? Something that is aligned. I'm getting the word harmony. If there's a harmony between my intentions and my desires and my body and my environment, then that would be a truthful act. Whereas if I act against my own intentions or against my own desires or my own values through some twisted self-deception or confusion or conflicting inner world parts and that would be an untruthful act so the truth is harmonious so when i speak the truth it's in harmony with the rest of me it's related to more of me 
So it's not just related to my feelings, but it's related to my deeper values. And it's not something shallow like my self-image, my ego. When I speak the truth, does it make me... See, see, that's a funny... There's a funny way to get at ego, which is when I speak the truth, does it make me feel good about myself? I mean, that's such a trick question, isn't it? Because if I say it does, well, you're just gratifying yourself. And this word self is so tricky. It's so funny. And there's something also which is, it, there's, there's got to be something with being present. There's got to be something with the here and now. And I, and I, and I largely try and avoid this whole thing of the here and now. It's such a, it, well, it's a cliché. It's a cliche. And I know it's true. I mean, I've had very powerful experiences of the now. I have encountered the now. So I'm not saying it from an outsider's point of view. I'm saying it as a sort of skeptic of the way we talk about it. So let me let me figure it out. Let, let's work this out. When someone, when I speak of truth... In the present, it has a quality to it which can't be put into words, which I don't understand, which is beyond me. When I speak the truth, I feel... Well, I don't know. I feel... When I speak the truth, is there a resonance in who's listening? When I speak the truth, I imagine, well, someone will someone will believe it. Is the truth believable? The truth isn't always believable. The truth is believable only depending on who's hearing it. When I speak the truth, is it far is it far outside my realm of understanding? Like it, it's one thing to speak in a fresh way and to speak with presence in the now. But you can speak on an idea or a truth in the present, in a fresh way, and yet the idea is still old to you. So how things come out can be different every time, but it's the thing that, it's, it's the source. It's where is it coming from? Like I feel there's a, like we've got these components of, of speaking and experience, the experiencing of the person speaking and the situation and someone listening and so on. 
And yet all these parts, say we've got like four or five different parts, it's almost like there's a, a hidden part. There's like a sixth part or a seventh part, which is sneaking around managing them all. And this person or this thing, this part, is invisible. They're ghost-like. And that thing doesn't want to be caught. What, what is that thing? That thing is deciding where to go. That thing is deciding which, which part has more prominence at different times. That thing is orchestrating the relationship between the different parts. So this thing is in charge of harmony. This thing is... This thing is, well... What is this thing? See, there's no word for it. This thing is... This thing is, well... Can this thing be hurt? Can this thing be... Destroyed? Is this thing afraid of being lost? Is this thing some sort of transcendent property? Is this thing trying to make me think more so that I won't be able to see it? Because the mind is one of the components that this thing is somehow influencing or doing something with. And for now, I guess I can say, well, that's a a mysterious part of my being. It's a mysterious part of my inner world. And I don't feel to rid myself of it. It's just a deeper component which is unfamiliar to me. And if I say, well, what happens when I speak truth? It would be coming from something more like that rather than just my mind or just my feelings. It would be this mysterious part working harmoniously with another part. So we can say, well, what happens when I speak truth? Well, it depends in what it's relating to. So if we can say, what are you thinking right now? Well, then I can answer that with a degree or a range of truthfulness. And that would be different to, well, what are you feeling right now? And when you say, What are you thinking right now? Well, it might be, well, do you want the exact narrative of the thought? Like a a transcription of the train of thought as a voice recording, like a sort of voice file sort of thing. What do you want what I'm thinking about? Which is an honest summary. And the trick with giving summaries of what you're thinking about is, well, you can leave out, you can polish it up, you can put it in a, in a positive light. You can put it in a... Yeah I, I, yeah, I have to admit that I'm pretty 
I'm pretty good at leaving out certain details. When I'm with particular people. I mean, it's really up to me now. And then feelings, well, what happens when I speak honestly about my feelings? Well, it feels good. I feel more understood. I feel that I have to take my time with it. So if someone asks, how are you feeling? Then I really do have to take my time if I want to answer that honestly. What happens when I speak truth? I wonder if there is a depth which covers the most of my being, which can be said. And I wonder if that has more words or less. And I would guess that it would have less words. So when I speak the truth, I use less words. And it's funny that basically all the words... I use, they've been used before. I mean, except for the few words that I make up for like a nickname or a expression or a gibberish sort of expression. Every word has been used before. Right? So what does that mean? If we're all using the same words, and yet somehow some people are more truthful than others. Some words contain more truth than others. So it all comes down to the context. Is that what it is? It's just the order of the words which we talk with. And I can see... uh, I can see a trail leading off into the distance of, oh, learn more words, learn more expressions, learn more terms, become an encyclopedia. But I don't know if that really helps with truth, particularly personal truth. There's something, like I'm not against learn, like increasing your vocabulary, but I feel in, in this situation that doesn't really help it's really just mind stuff that's intellect and we're trying to get here at at the being which is all the components including the unseen components so what happens when i speak the truth it's like well i can only say what happens to me I wonder if there's this thing of, (laughs) is there a proportion of people's reactions? 
when you speak the truth, there's a certain reaction. Like, can you gauge truth by the reaction of the crowd? Can you gauge truth by how other people take it? Well, no, it's all, always got to come back to the personal. I mean, you're, you're always going to be, and I, and I mean this not in a finite, I shouldn't say always, I should say there will, so, okay, so you won't always be, but it will always be a component of your situation. I need a word that's bigger than situation. What is it? It's Say you're experiencing life. We can say it always comes back to you. Or you're always in your personal perspective. You've always got your subjective perspective. And that's true. That's, in a sense, yes, that's what we're working with. But then there's also, well, there's an expanding perspective and there's an expanding understanding and you can actually enter into someone else. You can have a shared worldview. There is a blurring of the personal into the collective. And yet both those things are always there. Both those things are things to contend with. So what happens when I speak the truth? Well, it's personal, but it's also the case that what is personal is changing and expanding. And in a very long round journey, we could venture out into the collective and say, yes, there is truth there. But to use that as a gauge of what you're saying, it's almost impossible. It's too much. It's too complicated. And I'm sure, I'm sure there are situations, like say you have a business and you're trying to create a product, then you ask for a pro- service. You ask for feedback. Well, not service. You ask for customer feedback. And therefore, well, what is truth? Is it a good product or not? It's not how you feel. It's what the masses think. And maybe it's not good, but valuable or of use. It really says something about the values of the society that you're living in, not the personal experiences of. Well, well that's, where the, that's where the values and the personal experience collide. <laughs> that's where the personal and the impersonal collides. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. It's so clear to me right now. And yet I wish that I could put it into words. Like, what, what is a way of explaining it? Like, is the truth an explanation? What is an explanation? That's a good question. Is that like a dumbing down of a, of a truth? Like, if I, if I say something and it rings true and it hits all the buzzes of my being... And it's just, yes, it's just full on like, like say, yes, that is the truth. And it's personal and it's deep 
and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's like, wow, I am speaking truth. And then you say, well, can you explain that? Now, is that explanation of that thing, is that going to be true? Is it going to be a true explanation? Is it going to be truth? Well, how I explain it depends on, well, my cognitive ability and a whole bunch of other things. And also on you, on how you take it. And also of what I know about you. Because if I know something about you, well, I'll explain it in a certain way which will help you to understand it. And you'll get something of the truth. There's no way you could get all of it. Can truth be... That's a good question. Can truth be explained through words? Can truth be got by words? Like if I sit here and I'm... Let's imagine this. Say I'm sitting here and just, just everything I say is true. I'm just, I'm just spouting it out. Would you get it? Would you eventually have truth? And I remember this great Osho lecture, actually. I think it's The Guest. It's a series from Puna One, I believe. A very old lecture series called The Guest. And it's on Kabir. And what does he say? He says, Truth cannot be taught but it can be learned. And I think that's what he is getting at with what we're saying here, like an explanation and a truth. Like is a truth a a statement? Would truth be a statement? Like a, a declaration of truth is a statement. It's not a question. It's not a... It's not an argument, it's not a, an essay, it's none of that. I guess that's why a lot of these mystics, like Osho, state things. Like when they talk, they have a very much a, here is a statement. And now I'm seeing, well, there's a scale in there of statements and explanations. And how much it covers understanding and how much it conveys, it's all it's all flowing outwards. I feel I can see how all the ends connect together. And I can feel that this does do something different to me. And part of me is thinking that the ground is falling apart. There's nothing stable to stand on. There's nothing tangible. Like I want something clear. I want something strong. I want something simple or something real, something, something solid. But each way I turn, then, then there's withering ground of, of meaning, of collapsing. And, and I don't know if it's collapsing. I wouldn't say it's collapsing meaning. 
It's just bringing, bringing me closer to the precipice of the unknown, of the, the uselessness of trying to say something. And the, the hollowness of the words, like even a word like useless. Why should truth be of use? Why should words at all be of use? What is the use of words? What happens when I speak the truth? I have no idea. And I've also known in the past that saying, I don't know, is a phrase that, well, it has a whole bunch of different states behind it. Because sometimes I say, I don't know, and it's quite deep. And other times I say, I don't know, as a defense. Other times I say, I don't know. Well, I feel like I want to say it now. I want to say it again. There's something hiding behind that statement. There's something that's... There's something that, if it was uncovered, would reveal something. What is behind this statement? I don't know. Well, when you say, I do know, you say, well, what is it? Are you going to explain it? <laughs> Are you going to explain it? Can you explain what you don't know? <laughs> I wonder if I keep talking long enough, every word will mean the same thing eventually. <laughs>